0: And
1: now, part two. I forgot where I dropped off, but basically, what I was saying is, I think this is the start of his prom. I think, I mean, I know that's going to sound crazy, I know, but like, I think this is the start of his prom. So I think he probably still got about uh, at least three to four more projects that may be the best projects that he's ever dropped.
0: That's is what I'm seeing. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't see I don't see him st- slowing down no time soon cuz I mean, ever since he dropped Monster which was back in 2014, he just went crazy after that point. Monster, Beast Mode, 56 Nights, uh Dirty Sprite 2. Um,
1: hey, let me add what, this, what for it's you know, the
0: time to be alive and so on.
1: When that DS2 came out, man, you know, for us, man, that's a special project, man. I can I remember, man, that shit was that was, that was that was perfect for the times, dog.
0: Yeah, yeah. Definitely if uh if you were definitely and living like that, like how we were during that time, definitely in college, future was probably one of the most played, well not probably was one of the most played artists. Whenever we uh, went to went out or, you know, turned up or whatever, he definitely was on the playlist several times. Um, And, uh, yeah, I seen I I was saying people were talking about Fetty Wap because 2015 was Fetty Wap's year, too. Um, Literally, I've never to this day, I've never seen an artist blow up as fast as him. With that many, and not with one song. He had like four songs that were hot at the same time. I've never seen that before with any artist. Like, it was crazy, but he, he died. His flame died out fast because, I mean, he couldn't keep up with the number of, of hits he had. But that that debut album that he dropped, Fetty Wap, is pretty, really like a greatest hits album. Then, and
1: I think that's a classic. I think that is a classic. That shit rocked from the top to the bottom. Yeah, that shit rocked from the top to the bottom. How can you come back and, and that's your debut album, bro? How can you beat that? Yeah, he, he should have brought that bitch up.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he put out too much at once, and uh, he you know he he oversaturated himself in the market. But I mean, that was a crazy time because I remember just like Future, him, and Fetty, like those were the guys that were running it that year for sure. You know, you had Drake with uh, "What a Time to Be Alive" in 2015, and if you're reading this, I can't forget that at the top of the year. So 2015 was just a big year for sure. Um, and that's ironic when you're reading this came out. I remember we were so like a blizzard.
1: That shit was crazy, bro. School was uh, for a couple of days.
0: Yeah, yeah that that was an interesting time for sure, for sure. But yeah, man. Um, it just seems like now, you know, Tom. Just the music—it's not like it was before. With the older generation just kind of falling off, it's like the top guys that we have for our generation don't seem like they're falling off no time soon. Like it just seems like they're just continuing to to just drop quality projects, and it's an interesting time because I mean, we got so much, so many younger people like a Uzi who is at. Superstar level, but he's still not the biggest artist in the game. I mean, we still got people like Drake who's been running the game for over a decade. But Uzi's like right under him, you know, in the second, the art, the next generation, our technically our generation, but we're technically in between like two generations. I would say. Where's um, Kendrick? Kendrick, yeah, man. I don't know, man. Like Kendrick is just like Kendrick. Like, Ken- Kendrick's towards the top. Obviously, but he just—he's a drunk when, I, so. when yeah, when I when I see people talk about Kendrick, it's like I feel like I, I see a lot of people be trying to diss him and stuff because like you know still try to diss him like um, like even with the French Montana thing when French Montana was talking about something, he he would go up against Kendrick in the versus battle on IG he thinks he has more hits than Kendrick which I'm just like I don't know but I don't agree with that. It's like I mean that's just a sign of disrespect to me and and, and my, myself like I, I think because it's like Kendrick Kendrick man like I don't know man it's like he he his music is so much bigger than it, it to me when we talk about Kendrick it's his music is more it's bigger than these type of conversations because of the content that he provides on it and I do He's think He's in his own lane. Yeah, he's in his own lane. And J. Cole, if you look at J. Cole, J. Cole is like, people would take offense to this, but I mean, this is what I think, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it. He's more like, he's like a watered down version of Kendrick. Yeah. To an extent. To an extent, he's like a watered down version of Kendrick um, with his subject matter and stuff. Um, but Kendrick. I mean, I I do think in this time, day and age, he should drop more music. Like, I know that he's, you know, I know he's, my, well, I was going to say mysterious, like Playboi Carti, but he's not like that. Playboi Carti still has to prove himself. Kendrick doesn't have to prove himself at this point, but I still think he should be dropping more music. Drake gives us music every fucking year. Like, he don't have to do that. Like, he's got so many hits, like, it doesn't... He's got, like, he's tied for, like, most hits, I think, right now on the charts. Like, he don't have to drop no more music, but he still continues to feed his fan base. Kendrick just, like, disappears for years upon years and then just pops up out of nowhere. Like, it just, I don't know. I think people, when in that day and age, our, our attention spans are a lot shorter. Like, you know, we're not going to forget about Kendrick, but it's like, is he relevant? you know like is he relevant cause he's not He, you don't. we don't ever hear nothing from him about him or nothing he's I mean he needed to
1: give us something man god damn
0: <laughs> yeah his last album damn was a good album but it wasn't great in my opinion nope I, I thought it was good but it's not if we look at To Pimple Butterfly if we look at Good Kid Man City S- Section 80 shit even Untitled Unmastered I don't think damn is better than none of those like he regressed yeah he he started making more mainstream music on his last album which i can understand why he would do that because people were divisive about to pimper butterfly you know there was people like us that said you know that it's probably one of the it is one of the greatest pieces of music i've ever heard like in any genre like i listen to everything like i don't i think his album that to pimper butterfly is one of the greatest albums ever like to me um, and I remember listening to it I was like stone listening to it early in the morning I had when it just came out and I was just I just was blown away by what he did with that album um, yeah I remember
1: you uh you uh I think you called me later that, that I woke up later that like morning or some shit and we uh, we I downloaded it and we was playing it. me and Dre we was playing it at the uh, house and we was mine for you was like man be on the lookout for that Tupac
0: ex- uh, you gonna be on the lookout for a surprise at the end yeah that I'll shit describe. was crazy. I literally when I heard it cause I was stoned I thought that shit was real I was like what the fuck? <laughs> like, I was like bro, how did he get Tupac on this shit bro? like it sounded so natural Bro, like, we talk talking right about that tomorrow, we trying to figure that shit out <laughs> yeah now we know that Pac is in Kentucky right now you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> <He's unemployment. laughs> been, yeah, yeah, filing for unemployment and shit. But nah, for real though, bro, like, I was like, bro, that was crazy. The concept behind that and so much meaning behind the album that it was divisive. You know, there's people like us that think, you know, that shit was incredible, it was great. And then there's other people that just say it's boring and it just was not it. Because, I mean, people, there's people that argue that Good Kid Matt City is better than the album, which, I mean, it's all subjective at the end of the day, but for me, in terms of an album, I can't necessarily say I agree that it's a better album, but Good Kid, Mad City, man, like that, that's an incredible album too. Like, he set the bar so high with his first, technically his first two albums. Well, Section 80 technically is an album, but he was independent when he dropped that. So technically with Good Kid, Add City, that that whole run, Section 80, Good Kid, Add City, to Butterfly, He set the bar so high with that, it's like I don't know how he could over I don't know how he can surpass that now. I don't think he can, honestly. Like and I feel like I mean he's in a weird
1: situation.
0: Yeah, I think that's why it takes him so long to drop music. It's because he doesn't know. I mean, I I think he's pushed himself to like the creative like brink. Like he's pushed himself to he's maxed out on his like creativity. That's what I feel.
1: He's gotta like reinvent himself for some shit. It's weird.
0: Yeah, it's
1: weird. And, I, I mean, that's a he has
0: reached, reached a, a weird. And, and you can see on damn, it's like it damn there sounds like he's confused on damn with like some of the shit he's he's rapping about. Like you know, he's talking about something he's not black no more. He's an Israelite. You know that word is only a color and shit. And he's talking about. What happens on Earth? Um, he's talking about. He's got so many themes. He, you know, he's talking about playing the album backwards and shit. And I'm just like, it's like it seemed like he all just over the place. Too, yeah, it's all over the place. It's like he's just trying to put too much into the album. He know? had two different versions. Words playing forward and words playing. But like,
1: I mean, at the time, it was it was cool. But I don't think you know. I don't even go back and listen
0: to nothing on that shit. I've been going back to the city more than anything else. Yeah, I haven't. Oh yeah, I, I remember that too. That was Good Kid, Mad City came out our freshman year. I remember Bro, you used to play that shit. That's the only thing you would play was that. Album. Bitch don't kill my vibe. <laughs> I For used to real. know
1: every word of every fucking skit, every lyric, because that shit was man. It, I mean, it made that type of impact. But you know, I didn't. I stopped listening to it. But I, I've been listening to it a lot more lately. But I will say. The one thing I don't ever listen to is "Damn." Like, I mean, like, even when it came out, I listened to it all the way through. And then I listened to it here and there. But, like, I just don't listen to it. I don't really, like, I don't know. I just yeah. don't rap with it like that. I think he regressed big time
0: looking back. Yeah, for me, for me, man, like, yeah, I just don't ever have that feeling of wanting to play that. And When I think of Kendrick, the first thing I think about is either Good Kid Mad City or, like, the "Temple Butterfly and Untitled Unmaster. Cause he has several songs up there that I like, but damn, I like the, I mean, I like the album, damn, but it's just not, I don't know. Like I, I the replay value for it isn't there for me. That these, should have been a it's, been three, it's been three. Yeah. It's been three years and I just don't really care for it like that. Like I think about songs like loyalty and stuff, which is cool and shit, but it's not like what I want to hear right now. You know. It's
1: it's like it's kind of like when he made the album. It's like he made the album with a with the mindset of it being like a prequel or mixtape or like something. Like it doesn't. It, it seemed like it was complete, but it didn't even seem like. I oh no, It didn't have no. It doesn't have any replay value for as of now. In my opinion, it could have been one of them albums where I'll come. I'll play that shit. Starting this year or next year. And now I can really understand. You know what I mean? It could be like that, but I doubt it. I highly doubt yeah. it. It's been three years and like I probably didn't play that bitch at all 2019. And I ain't played that bitch. At, I probably played that bitch once, 2019. Probably played that bitch. Not at all, not, not at all this. Year. I ain't played that shit at all 2020.
0: 2018. If we look at, yeah, I did. If we look at it like Kendrick to me. Okay, there there's different types of artists. And Kendrick is an artist that he tells stories in his music. Like he's like a lupe in that respect. Like, you know, they, they they like to tell stories in their songs and stuff. A storyteller. If you look at a Drake, Drake he tells stories, but he knows how to make hits as well and just catchy songs. If you look at a J. Cole, he's similar, but he's more on the storytelling side as opposed to making hits. And Kendrick is more just a storyteller, pure storyteller. So I think his music works best when he's telling a one singular, a singular story throughout the whole project, such as Section 80. He's talking about his generation and, and what they're going through and stuff like that. And then you got Good Kid, Mad City. He's pretty much talking about a day. In the hood, you know, he got fucked up. You know, he's fucking with his girl. He got he, he you know, he's with the homies, doing you know, hitting licks and whatnot, and uh, doing drugs and shit. And that's pretty much all in a day's time. He's talking about that September butterfly. He's pretty much this entire time. This album is dedicated to Tupac, and it's it's, it's a, a poem that he's he's reading. He's breaking down different issues and stuff that his people go through and he's he's talking about empowerment on songs like, uh, you, you know, like I love myself and stuff like that. Um, he's going into depths about that, uh, Wesley's theory, you know, but then on damn, it's like, he don't have one vision for that. He didn't have one vision for that album to me. You know, playing it backwards. What, you know what happens on Earth. You know, stays on Earth. Kung Fu Kenny. It's like he just. And then he's got these pop songs of loyalty. The song Triple X with u Two. Um, humble. It's like he was biting humble. He was biting on um, that that flow that like little pumping them be doing. Um, and he was taking shots at uh, Big Sean on that. You know, he was saying little bitch or whatever. But, you know, I get it. You know, he's trying to be more pop friendly because Pimper Butterfly was so. Oh, how can I forget? The Black of the Berry. He went ten toes down on that shit, like the Black of the Berry. And then he flipped it completely on this uh, damn album. It's like he didn't know. I feel like he didn't know what direction to go into. So he just put together a bunch of different songs from probably from a bunch of different albums that he made and made it one album. And I don't think that works for his music. I think it works better if he just has one singular story going on throughout a project. So we'll see what he drops next. But I seen Top Dog said recently that he's 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 coming. He's coming. So I think he's gonna drop an album this year. I mean, I I, I mean it's been damn near over three years, bro. I mean, what well, has been over three years? It, it's time. It's time to drop a new project. You know so. We'll see how that goes, but um, I I think it's only right that we we discuss this. This was the one thing that I wanted to talk about because I mean it's been unavoidable, um, and it's none other than 6'9", <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I mean, we we talked about this dude so much, but I mean, he continues. To be everything we say, like he come, he he went quiet. Um, once he got out, they snuck his ass out of jail, right? And we didn't hear about it for like a like a a couple days. And he went, he didn't get on social media uh, for a minute, for like a couple weeks, and then out of nowhere, he gets on IG live. And he sets the new record of live viewers with over 2 million live viewers on his IG Live. Then he drops a song where he literally, within a matter of like an hour, had millions of views on the video. Well, like like within like a day, he had over 100 million views on the video. And I'm looking, thinking to myself, you, you see these people like Meek Mill, Snoop Dogg, all these dudes trying to come at him like, man, fuck this shit. Fuck this rap. We ain't supporting it. And I was telling my cousin, um, my cousin just tried to call me too. Um, I was telling him, I'm like, bruh, they all in on it. They all are helping promote this nigga. They talking so yep. crazy about, they start, they talking so crazy about him but they are helping to promote him and push him further into uh, popularity. That's all they are doing. Meek Mills, the main one, was tweeting like a bitch online about this man. The same day he's supposed to have had a, a, a new child, like the a, 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 a birth of his uh, son or whatever. Why? And you got this man's name in your mouth. Like, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, bro. And then you see Snoop Dogg. That fuck nigga had the nerve to try to come at him because, actually, 6ix9ine was right. This nigga Snoop is a snitch. And we know it. Mm -hmm. We know he's a fucking rat. Like, we know he's a snitch. And he's trying so hard not to, nah, you know, that's fake or whatever. Like, fuck out of here, bro. I don't give no fucks about what you did and music or none of that shit. Frauds. That's what I was saying to my cousin earlier. Like, it's like, all these dudes are frauds, bro. Like, and they try so hard to Talk down on him when we've already talked about it from the beginning. We saw this nigga was a fucking uh, informant. Like, come on, bro. First video we saw him in. He's got fucking rainbow hair and a hood with nothing but niggas. You tell you mean to tell me this motherfucker is okay? He, I go to Brooklyn and I'ma see this nigga just out on the streets hanging with them like that. Like, come on, bro. Like, you know, no damn, you know, damn Goodwill. They would not associate themselves with somebody like that, just off-rip. It made no fucking sense. It didn't look right. Like, it just looked crazy. But yet, he's supposed to be, like, the leader of the gang, non-tray bloods and shit. When these niggas was extorting him from the fucking beginning, like, it was extorting him, and he became bigger than the group. He became, not I mean, not group, bigger than the gang itself, and he was feeling himself. He was talking crazy in interviews. Talking about some, he started Treyway and all this other shit, and they had to humble him real quick because they was gonna kill his family. So you, would, so of course he's gonna snitch because he was never a street dude to begin with. He's admitted that now. He's admitted he was never a street dude, like to begin with. And all these rappers, so-called real niggas, are talking about some man. Fuck that, you know. He he ain't real and shit. We ain't, we ain't supporting that. Y'all niggas are fucking rats too. Snoop Dogg, T.I., all them niggas is informants. The main niggas that are talking crazy about him are the ones that it. Like, it. it just, it's just ridiculous to me. And then you got people like academics defending him and shit, of course, because uh, people are saying those views are fake, which could be possible. I mean, it didn't make sense how he had that many views that fast and that shit. And that song is... I listened to it like several times and it's just the same shit he was making beforehand. You know, he's got some, some nice, you know, some fat asses in the video. That, that's the best part of the video is the girls. You know what I'm saying? Of course, he's smart. He knows how to market himself. And, you know, you know with the color schemes and all that shit. But the music is just not it. And people are wondering if he's going to have a successful career. We already said this nigga's going to be great. He already out the gate has had a big hit. And there's people that want to work with him. Allegedly, Akon is going to be on a new song with him, allegedly. So, wow. so it's like, bro, who gives a fuck at the end of the day? It's entertainment. I know I'm not like his older music. There were songs that I liked and shit, but it's like, bro, I don't, I mean, I don't subscribe to this shit no more. I don't, I don't really care about it at all, but it's going to continue to be pushed in our faces because of these niggas talking crazy about him. If they didn't say a, a goddamn word about him, he would die out so fast. I feel like he would die out fast, but they're helping perpetuate it because they all are in on that shit. I got to do more research, but I, I'm pretty sure them niggas are signed to the same label. I feel like... Wow. I feel like they... I feel Man, like, that would be crazy, bro. I feel like dude. Mill and him are signed to the same label, like under the same major company not the same technical record label but the main like distributor i feel like they are like trippy red him that trippy red shit was fake yeah. them niggas were signed to the same management team like are you serious bro like all this shit is fake bro like it's all fake it's a fucking joke man it's all fake bro and people talking about some man hip hop dead how y'all allow this shit into the cuz you these fuck niggas that y'all think are real are the same ones that are <laughs> parading this bullshit they the same ones yep. that was dick-riding this nigga before he got hit, before he got put down. Now they the ones talking crazy about him. Man, get the fuck out of here with this shit, bro. These niggas was never real to begin with, bro. Like, that's why I look at this shit. It's just entertainment. It's bullshit, man. Like, this whole industry is so it's so fake, man. It's just like, it's a fucking parasite. All these people are fucking parasites at the end of the day. You know, so... It's like don't I won't even I won't even try to read into that shit as, um, that much, man. I just look at it and laugh because I mean it's just a it's just a joke at the end of the day. We knew this was going to happen. We knew he was going to get out and he was going to have a hit just like that, and it happened just like that. And of course, that you got the so-called real niggas trying to combat it. man. That's all I got to say right now on it. But uh,
1: I didn't I didn't see I didn't see that they they were going to have this damn. This, they didn't, they was going to have an actual system of like a media marketing like this. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I didn't see that. Hey, they
0: put a big billboard well, out in Times Square saying the king is back. Oh God, for real? Yeah, bro. You can look that up, bro. Yeah. And a, according to like academics, I think he said that shit was like $100,000 or something for them to do that. Or something. I don't know, something, some, they say he signed, they said allegedly he made over 20 million dollars um from streaming when he was locked up and he signed a new contract for over allegedly over 10 million dollars when he got out or before he got out so so yeah man
1: that's crazy but i mean we called it though we called it that's just the that's the type of society that we live in i guess like it's all bullshit at the end of the day, we must remember that. But it's just crazy that, like, like come on, night, like, come on, Snoop, you know, you know the truth. Like, I mean, the only w- reason why you would have to say something is if you're forced to say something, and that's what that looks like. Oh, you know, overall, Snoop
0: like, Su- uh, Six Nine. Literally, all he did was post a video where um, Suge Knight was talking about Snoop Dogg, and he, he, I think it was uh, talking about. Uh, the murder case he got or Pac's death and apparently Snoop Dogg snitched on Suge about that about Pac's death or saying uh, talking to police saying that it was uh, Suge that killed Pac or some shit but even if that was the case and or even if that wasn't the case this nigga had a first degree murder charge and he got acquitted of it ain't no way in fucking hell he gets off scot free without saying something and niggas posted, there's a, you can look it up, niggas posted pictures or a picture of allegedly him, um, he, he was uh, giving some information about something. And it's online, but he's trying to say it's fake and all this other shit. And it's just like, bro, just stop, bro. It's just like, niggas is not stupid, bro. How do you get a first degree murder charge and you acquitted of all charges? Like, get the fuck out of here with that shit, bro.
1: You know, he had to say something, but you know, uh, it just looks like, like it was, this was a big ass marketing scheme on a big level for six nine, which I don't even know why they even did this. I feel like they didn't even have to fucking even do this shit. Like I didn't even like they even without they even do this shit. Like it is what it is. Like, you know, anybody, they already liked the rainbow hair, bitch ass nigga before you would, before he, you know, he snitched. What makes yeah. you, why would they not like him after he snitched? Come on now. Like, you know, like, he, he, like, he, has, he has some hits. He has some hits. Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, you gotta understand, like a lot of a lot of his fans, a lot of these rap, a lot of these uh, entertainers fans, they idol worship. So it don't really matter what they do. They're gonna have a court following once they get on a certain level. And he had reached that level before, you know. So I think he I think he's gonna reach a bigger level now. Like, it's, I, already, I said it before. He's going... Like, we ain't even seen nothing with... We ain't seen shit yet. They're going to be playing his shit in the club? What you mean? Yeah. What you mean? They're going to be playing his shit in the club? Come on. They're going to be playing this shit in the club. They ain't got no choice. They ain't got no choice. Radio going to be playing his shit.
0: Bro, you, you know what's the craziest thing is? Is that this song that he just dropped, Gooba... He had, he's been having it, he's been talking about how Billboard uh cheated him. He was supposed to be number he thinks he's supposed to be number 1 on the charts but he's not. He's like number 3 and Billboard deleted his chart history from their website. They just deleted everything. And I'm just like, "Bro, what the fuck is like what is this bullshit?" Like I'm literally on Billboard and his, none of his shit pops up now. I, I think it's because that shit he just dropped just because of the times, probably shattered some records, bro. It like, did. I mean... It, and he didn't have no radio play or nothing. It, and it, it,
1: it, was, it, it glitched
0: the system, bro. Like, that's how fucked up this shit is. It glitched the system. He broke some records.
1: I I, I ain't even listen to it. I don't even know what the fuck the shit he dropped. I, I don't care about it. And I know, and, and, I, and if you say it's trash, I know more than likely, yeah, it ain't that good. So, like... But just from how the times, the, the times that we are in, like I promise you, he probably broke some. He probably broke some records, or if he didn't break no records, he had some weird ass numbers that that wasn't necessarily fair. And they was like, what the fuck, bro? Like, because yeah. just because Billboard, Billboard might not be connected with his label. It might be connected with
0: another label. For yeah. all we know, uh, one of the records he broke was Eminem's record. He, uh, he broke the record for most YouTube views in 24 hours for a hip hop music video. Um, yeah, he had over 40 some million views in like a day, I think. And now he's currently with this song, which is crazy to me, he's currently sitting at hundred and ninety-one views. hundred one. hundred and ninety-one million views in a week. Like, that's just fucking insane, bro. Like, in a week. I, I, yeah, in a in a week. hundred and ninety-one million views. Like these, and these fucking. Oh man, these these fucking white boys are eating this shit up alive. Like they love this shit. You know, they they say they king is back. All this other bullshit. The king is back. I'm just like, bro, this is what's fucked up. And this is why, you know, they say hip hop is dead and shit because of shit like this. And then I think to myself, it's like, how can people really think this dude was going to be killed when he got out? I thought at first somebody was going to kill him. But it's like this dude is an informant, bro. Like nobody's going to fuck with him. He's good. You know, his address has been leaked a couple times. Yeah, that's true his address has been leaked but he's still under house arrest um, he's still in police custody nobody's gonna touch this dude bro like he's good he's good money and plus his fan base obviously is middle American motherfuckers like they ain't gonna try no shit with him they love this dude they idolize him and it's just I mean, it's just a they, shame they,
1: current day hip hop needs him so they gonna protect them with all they all they can yeah, you know what I mean? Mainstream hip hop needs 6ix9ine. So he's gonna be here. He's here to stay. And in fact, he I still think he might do the uh I forget the name again. Is it uh not the reggaeton uh Oh
0: like that Latin trap shit?
1: Latin trap, I still think he about to he, I still think I think he's gonna milk that out of hip hop. I'm seeing now he's gonna continue to do what he did before and he about to continue to milk out of hip hop, but his sound ain't really that good. And his sound is gonna fall off. He's gonna reinvent his sound and go uh the, the Latin track. And he's gonna blow up even more, bro. Like, I mean, it, it is what it is. You just gotta, you, you can't really hate it. You just gotta, you know, just, that's just where it's at. Like, it's
0: yeah. It,
1: yeah. Like, I mean, that's just where it's at. All them niggas fake. That's why they out here doing this fake shit. they all agents. they all agents. And you
0: notice... And and I think I might have said this before, but you notice most of them are immigrants, too. Yeah? Yeah. Like, majority of them are immigrants. Some of the hardest niggas we think is the hardest ones come from fucking the UK and shit all of a sudden. You know? Right. Allegedly. (laughs) Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly, man. Like, it's just... (laughs) Man, I don't know with this six nine situation what's going to happen with it, but I, I do think, yeah, like we we said, like he's he's gonna have a good career, like post ratting. He even says in the song, "How you let a, a rat come home to a big bag?" I, I, like for he's even in the video, he's putting like he put like the rat face rat emoji over his face in the video for like a couple seconds. Like he's trolling everybody. He don't give a fuck. Like, he won at the end of the day. You know, and I just don't understand how these dudes, so-called real dudes, like Meek Mill is like the number one person that's talking crazy about him. Talking about some, you know, we ain't supporting that and none of this shit. Like, nigga, what who gives a fuck what you support, bro? Like, you not even like I like I don't come, I don't come to you for no fucking opinion about nothing. Like, I don't get why you are so pressed about this. Well, I do get it. I get it because you're clout chasing for one, because he's the hottest thing in music right now. Let's just be honest, he is. And two, you are help. You are in on it. You are helping to promote this shit. Like, and you, you. A lot of people won't get that. A lot of people won't see it that way. But that is what he's doing. That's what Snoop Dogg is doing. They are all in on this shit. They higher ups are putting them out there and making them do this shit. I mean, I don't know how you can't see that. It's so fucking obvious. It's so obvious. With all of these fake ass, like, rap beefs, all this shit, it's all perpetuated by these fucking higher-ups at these labels. So, that it, it is what it is.
1: Yeah, like... What this nigga McMill chilling
0: with? Uh, Bob Kraft, the Patriots owner and shit, yeah, bro. This nigga left prison in a fucking helicopter, bro. Yeah, he's chilling with fucking uh Robert Kraft, chilling with Michael Michael. Um, I can't think of his last name. He's the owner of the the ers Yeah, he's chilling with all these fucking big wigs and shit, nigga. We know what it is, bro. Like you ain't no fuck, like bro. Stop fucking playing with me, bro. Like I get it. You are you know. You they pimpin' that nigga.
1: Yeah, they tipping his ass, bro. <laughs> they, like, buy him they buying him out for the night. Tell me to stop acting like he a hard nigga. Come down here and fuck with a nigga from the South. A real ass nigga. They, they, he a hoe. They, they already
0: exposed that shit. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm hanging with Michael Rubin. Hanging with, uh, Robert Kraft. talking about something. He just saw him at the Michael Rubin just said he, he just started talking to him at one of the 76ers games one time. He's on, on the side, uh, uh, on the uh the fucking floor seat and shit and Meek just be- they just became friends. Get the fuck out of that bullshit, bro. Like this nigga Meek just got pimped out, bro. Let's fuck out of here with that bullshit, nigga. You probably did some ritual shit to get out early. Like stop fucking playing with me, bro. Like like and this nigga got bitched by Nicki Minaj's new man too. At the, the like this nigga literally was in the same vicinity as him. And he he had been talking crazy about her boy her boyfriend for the longest, you know, making fun of him and shit. He got a charge. Um, he's a sex offender, and he was making fun of that and stuff. But this dude pressed him in the store. Meek didn't want no problems with him. He's like, I won't talking to you. Like he's talk, he's you know doing that bullshit. Like, I'm talking to her. Like nah, nigga, you you want to say all this shit about me? Yada yada yada. Miko's acting all bitch and shit, but online, this nigga's the hardest nigga out, bro. Like, he's a fucking mob boss or some shit. Right. No Knowing like that well, I,
1: he can't I, go back
0: to jail. <laughs> right. Right, bro. Like, I don't get this shit, bro. Niggas be eating this shit up. Like, bro, he the realest name. I'm like, bro, this nigga's a fucking goofy, bro. Like, why you just had a newborn child and you over here worried about a rainbow haired kid in New York? Like, why he's are making you money. worried about this dude? Who's making more money than you? Exactly. And that's probably what hurts the most. That's probably why that pissed him off the most. Like, how is he allowed to make this money? You know why he's allowed to make this money? Because you associate with this nigga. Like, that's why he's allowed to make this money. That's why you motherfuckers that talk crazy, Snoop Dogg, all these goofy ass niggas, YG, y'all all helped to get him to this level. You all helped to do it. 50 Cent, all them niggas helped to do it. You Especially know, like, 50 Cent. Yeah, 50 Cent talking about something he's his he's more of a son than his actual son. Get the fuck out of that shit, bro Who I you mean, talking about uh, you talking about uh pot of smoke? No, no, no. He's he was saying <laughs> six, he was saying six nine was more of a son than his actual son, Marcus, like his oldest son. I, I was I I say saying pot smoke was his actual son. <laughs> I was saying I was
1: saying. <laughs> like, they just, 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 they, they, hey, that really might might have been his son. though. I ain't gonna lie,
0: though. I think so. I, I they, mean, they, the way they, they some somebody made a sacrifice because they killed that dude off early as fuck.
1: And like he you was po- the way he was posting this shit. It's like he couldn't hide it, kind of like. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, I. I
1: I don't know. I just wanted to add that. I thought that was
0: buddy. I uh, thought that though. Nah, I mean, the people did say they saw similarities in Pop Smoke and 50. Like, he was a big, they say he was very, he was really influenced by 50 and stuff. But, yeah, bro, it's like, I mean, we can, all we can do, we can all go back to the video he was in with Uncle Murders music video. The nigga was in a police car, and what was he doing? He was shooting at them. He was shooting back at them. Like, he was in a police car. Wow. <laughs> and y'all want to talk about being oh, y'all want to talk about being real and shit? Get the fuck out of here. That shit's so corny, bro. Like, you can go look it up. Look it up right now. You, anybody listening to this, go look at that video, Uncle Murder and 6ix9ine. And look what 6 ix 9 is doing in the video. Like <laughs> it don't I'm even gonna, make sense. It don't make no sense, but you guys co-signed him, but now he fuck them. He's a rat, yada yada yada. You guys was just on his dick like two years ago. Like, stop, bro. Like, I don't... How do y'all... Ain't come on, bro. He did like really, this. Y'all really... 6ix9ine <laughs> ain't never changed. <laughs> exactly. We can go back to those pictures before the tattoos and the rainbow hair. That's really who he is. That's really who he is. And, and I'm just thinking to myself, it's like, bro, like, y'all f- for one minute thought this dude was real? Y'all really thought he was a blood? All this other bullshit? Like, Come on, bro. Anybody with common sense can see through this shit, you know. But here we are, bro. We in like un- an unprecedented, really unprecedented times in the world and entertainment. Like, cause we, I've never seen no shit like this in music. Like this dude. Yeah, okay, he snitched, but it looks like he's gonna have a bigger career than before he snitched.
1: I mean, massive.
0: Yeah. Billboard got a hide the numbers. Billboard can't believe it. Come on, bro. Yeah, they deleted all his information because they can't believe that shit. Like, what the fuck? They deleted his shit from the website. As I'm long like, as it's
1: been... and He in New York with the lockdown? Come on, bro. Come on, bro. This shit just started. Yeah. This shit just started for him, bro. I mean, I will not be listening to that shit, but... It, my opinion don't really matter in the overall skin because I ain't a part of the masses. So, you know, it just shouldn't have started for him. But I think music in general, I think it's going to be good. Like Somebody I'm looking out for is uh, Tory Lanez. I think Tory Lanez is really... I think he did a big thing with the quarantine radio, regardless of the view shit or whatever. I really, I'm going to yeah. look out for his music, Drake, you know, other artists and shit, but... You know,
0: yeah, Joey Badass Joey is dropping the new album. Oh, shit,
1: Joey Badass. Hey, I've been listening to Joey Badass heavy lately. I've been listening to Summer Nights, 1999. I mean, you you got to know, he dropped uh, 1999 when he was 16.
0: He's a legend. Yeah, that's that's crazy to think, man. I
1: mean, that if you don't know what 1999 is really about, go back and listen to it. It's, it is a classic. Most lyrical, yeah. um, like I mean, Jesus
0: Christ. You know, and what's 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 even crazier than that is before he dropped that, he was on this show on MTV that I watched that was hosted by Sway, called Rap Fix, where Sway would just have rappers come up there and enter. He would interview them, and they would have a segment of the show where they would have um underground artists come on to the show and premiere videos and stuff and they would get critique from like the you know people that made it in the industry and Joey Badass was one of those people that was on the uh, he was underground one time and you can look this video up it's on YouTube Tyler the Creator was there with Odd Future like years ago and they pretty much was Tyler pretty much was like nah I don't really you know I ain't really feeling it the song that he he put out with survival tactics, with capital. C. Wow! And they talked. They were talking crazy. He was, and Tyler just was like, "I mean, I mean, it's all right, you know." what I'm saying, like, I was like, "Bro, get the fuck out of there, with that boy." I was like, "Bro, that's better than hard. anything Tyler Grant ever done put out." Yeah, he he was only like 16, rapping like that, bro. Like, and then he put out 1999, um, I think, months later, and the rest is history. But yeah, bro, like. Joey is one of those people that could push the... He could shift the paradigm of of hip-hop. Um, you listen to his last album, All-American Badass. Listen, listen to what he's talking about on that album. From the first skit, he's... I mean, Joey's a conscious dude, bro. Like, he's, you know, third out, all that shit. But it's like... People wasn't... they I, I don't know. People didn't care that much. But I think people now would care more... You know, if he if he's still on that wave, but who knows? He might be on the trap shit when he drops, but I don't think he will be.
1: I'm going to tell but, you right now, for your uh, spiritual growth, you need to go back. For those who ain't done it, go back and listen to 1999 and, and Summer Nights because it rings so relevant right now. And then you understand that he ain't yeah. even 20 years old when he dropped that shit? Oh, man, yeah. like you don't really get it until you, under, until you listen to it. Like, I'm for real. It's deeper than Kendrick, like for real. It's the it's deep. This shit, that shit is deep, man. Especially in nineteen
0: ninety nine. Damn, I ain't, I ain't never heard nobody say that. So you think he, uh, it was deeper than Kendrick? But cap- what, That's with what Capital
1: Steez committing suicide and the shit he was saying on Kalumina, on um on a uh, survival tactics. Yeah. Like really, go back and listen to the shit he was saying when we under when we under this when we under this lockdown, especially what Capital Steez was saying with Joey Badass. And they're not even 18. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Dude, that shit is wild, dude. Like, especially 1999. Summer Nights is just a good... It's it's like a... That shit is like a gutter-ass... That shit sound like some New York shit. Going back and listening to uh, Summer Nights right now.
0: So... Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I remember you you loved that project, too. I remember you used to play that all the time. Hey, you know...
1: People got to really give respect to Joey Badass. I don't think they have.
0: You know, like, I, I think they have. Well, I, I I think it's because it's like a Kendrick situation. Except for yeah. him, Joey, Joey still has to prove himself. He just hasn't dropped enough music. Like, his last album, All-American Badass, let me see when that dropped. That had to be almost four years ago. I don't even remember, dude. Like, I don't know. We was in school. I don't know. Oh, okay, All American Badass. That shit dropped 2017. That was three years ago, April 7th, 2017. Bruh. And l- look at that. April 7th, 47. Mm. Yeah. And that's his most conscious album to this day. Like if you go listen to what he was talking about, yeah, on one of the um pitchfork reviewed album, they said, yeah, New York rapper aims for political awareness. He was super conscious on this shit. It's like he listened to Pimple Butterfly and then he made this. Joy raps about police brutality, systematic oppression, and its consequences. And of course, Donald Trump. And nobody gave a fuck about this album. So it's been three years and he hasn't dropped the album. So I wonder what he's going to talk about now. First song, Good Morning America with three Ks. Mm. Um, So yeah, Joy. Joey is one of those one rappers that I think could shift the paradigm, but I don't know if people care enough about him.
1: So um, I mean, let me let me let me ask
0: this then, you know? Um, that was only his second album, by the way. He's only got two albums, well, two studio albums, but he's got you know it's like three mixtapes, I think, something like that. Another
1: artist out of New York that I think is gonna be. I didn't see, I don't think many of us saw this, but I think that's about to really go into his prom. That's really about to ring relevant. And I think it's gonna really shock a lot of people when I say this. ASAP Ferg.
0: Oh shit, I wouldn't expect that. ASAP Ferg. I, I fuck with Ferg though. I fuck with Ferg, you know. Ferg be coming hard with the music. Um he's not like Rocky, like Rocky just like I listened to, recently went back and was listening to Rocky's music, his whole discography, except for his mixtape, his albums. And he's good, but he's just not, I mean, he's not, he, he don't have no substance in his music. He's all style with no substance. He experiments with production and stuff, but he's just don't have, he don't say shit in his yeah. music. But first. Ferg be saying shit. He got, he got flow like, and versatility Ferg too. Is the complete opposite. Yeah, Ferg is very talented. He's very creative. And he he does talk about some real shit in his music. So yeah. He doesn't just make hype gym music. Like he he actually says some shit in his music. Like, like I think and I know this. I feel like I think they know that. <laughs> I think that the ASAP group
1: know that, especially with uh with the Yams passing and like. I think that they know that they about to get drowned out of New York. Like, they about to get like, um, like, they about to become irrelevant. So, I think a lot of what's going on, too, is they understand that, like, this nigga Rocky is not it. Like, he's not going to be the one that, yeah. he's not going to be the run-to-run New York. Like, he 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 had his time.
0: Like, he, he was too focused on being he a model. Too focused on being a model. Like, <laughs> he was, he he,
1: he, he, nah, man, he, he's not it. He's not it. But first, Ferg, like I, I think they understand musically, like when it comes to the music, Ferg can take ASAP to another level right now. And I think you're gonna to start to see, I think you're slowly starting to see it. They're gonna to start this to, the transition the face of ASAP to, to go more so to ASAP Ferg. And I think it's gonna to start to prove that ASAP Ferg had a lot to do with this shit from the start, too. For real. I think he had a lot to do with uh ASAP Rocky success. A lot to do with the, um, you know, I just, I don't know. I just, I like Ferg, man. I think his album, um, they, uh, Fergus, what, what was it, ASAP Ferg's album where he had um, Shabo on it? Fergus? Uh, Trap Lord. Trap Lord. You really go back and listen to that? That wasn't a bad project. And I, yeah. and, I and I think that they didn't, I don't think he had support from ASAP. From I don't think he had the real support
0: from, from that group. Because I think they was hating on him from the
1: Trap Lord project.
0: What what here's the thing though? Here's what's so unique about his story. Is like I've because you know, I'm I'm the type of dude, I'm like a nerd and uh, this shit. I've like watched a, a lot of interviews and shit and read articles and stuff. And his interview one of his interviews I seen, he was talking about how he only started doing music, or he only started, he said that he was only gonna take it seriously if Rocky got popping and rocky did get popping you know with uh the live love asap mixtape he got popping off of that so ferg decided to take the music thing seriously because before that ferg was into art school and shit he was like a painter or whatever but he started taking music seriously and he popped off with the single work specifically work remix with trinidad james Rocky, French, Montana. You know, everybody knows that song. Schoolboy Q, crazy song, you know. Um, but this was literally first first project ever, that Trap Lord, and it was an album. And it went gold, which is pretty good, in my opinion, and it got good reviews. This is literally his first body of work. And out the gate, he came with multiple hits, just like that. But... I don't think he got that support because I don't think they, like you said, like you said, I don't think they thought he was going to be as big as he was. And I don't think. <laughs> and he kind of, I guess he he kind of shocked them with the success he had. from that So house. I
1: think he, he's going to have to either like kind of go independent or they're going to have to, uh, they're smart. They're going to put it, they're going to put shift the focus more to third, being the figure and Rocky kind of, you know, drowning out a little bit. Because he kind of whack, bro. Like, I mean, come on, bro. He really whack. I, I, I really... I like his music. And I, I want to give respect to Allah at, at long last, a, uh, ASAP.
0: Yeah, that... that.
1: That's oh, God. That shit right there, man. Like, hey, man. That right there give you... Like, a, man, that shit is fire. That shit is fire. I, I, so, but I think... Unless he come out with some more projects, like, I think he's done. Like, he, that, we've already... We've already seen him kind of develop, peak, and fall off. So, like, like that's it. Like transition, transition that shit to ASAP Ferg. Rocky can still do his thing, but we got we understand that Ferg is really it. Like that's that nigga. Like he he has the potential yeah. to run New York, or you know, be up there with six not be up there with six nine when it comes to like productivity. When it comes to numbers and shit, six nine is gonna be like the the the, the uh, well Jay Z. But then 6 9 when it comes to this area is going to be that. He's going to have the numbers right now in New York. But I'm saying Ferg after, you know, with Pop Smoke passing. Because the reason why I brought up Ferg is because I started to realize I got a cousin. I got a blood cousin that's, you know, he grew up in New York. And, like, if you in New York, that nigga Pop Smoke, like, honestly, bro, like, I don't think if you.
0: It was gonna be. Bro, was going if to you grew up like, down, if you did not grow
1: up, if you if you did not grow up in New York, you don't understand how big Pop Smoke was to New York.
0: Like he made. I didn't. I didn't know about him really. I did not know about him until like a month before he died, like or a couple. Of bro, weeks. like I was not. I was late. I was late to him. I was like, "Who the fuck is Pop Smoke?" Like I, I kept seeing my cousin that smoke. just got out of jail last year. He
1: put up on Facebook, man, damn, Pop died. I thought he was talking about my fucking uncle, bro. I'm like, bro, what the hell? So I called my mom. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Like, I think Uncle just died, whatever. And he like, nah, Pop Smoke. I'm like, bro, what the fuck, for real? So that made me realize, like, nah, bro, if you're not from up there, like, dog, like, that nigga was the hardest shit out of New York since 50 Cent. Like, Oh, he was—he was the hardest wow. shot New York since Fifty Cent. So that made me realize.
0: Did, did you watch that? Did you not? I didn't mean to want to cut you off. But I just want to say, did you see that video I was telling you? Which about? Which one? The Christopher Walking video. No, I haven't. I haven't seen it yet. And how he had a, I heard about it. He's got black. He's got Black Panther imagery. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna check it out. I got you. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at Taysom Hill highlights
1: right now. So I'm gonna type that in right when this shit. Right. I'm gonna type it in right now. And uh, check it out right now, right now on YouTube. Um, right. what's it called, Christopher Walken?
0: Yeah, Christopher. All Walken. right, but like,
1: yeah, dude, like he was the hardest shit since since fifty. I so that made me realize that the people in New York, they need, they they want that hard shit. They need that hard shit, and I think the really the only person that can produce that is like somebody like ASAP Ferg, for real.
0: Damn. That's interesting, bro. I ain't heard nobody, like... I ain't heard nobody put up A$AP first. I'm gonna like,
1: tell you what. What, what was, that, what was the, the, um... What was the single he dropped? Where, um... Uh, man, that shit was...
0: I already... Kn- I know what you're talking about, where he was talking about, you know, killing and shit. Like, um... A$AP... Uh, hold up, man. Let me... i had to look, because I got his music. It's it, it's the who? most lyrical,
1: it's the most like, man, that shit, dude, like if you really listen to it, that shit is nothing just no boom back bullshit. That is lyrical. Are you are you talking you talking about East Coast? Uh I, I can't even I don't even remember the name, man. Like, I just know he's just talking about he's, he's talking about everything that was uh political at that time. Yeah, that that was uh
0: that's the one I was. I knew that's the one you were talking about, but I can't think of the name of the song. It's not New Level because New Level was the one where Future he was turning it's, up. I think this, there,
1: New Level.
0: It was song. like the remix. It, it
1: might have been. It, it was, was. I'm gonna. Yeah, it was the remix. If you listen to the remix of that shit, I think it was like a remix of some shit
0: to, to New Level. But I, he just. He just he just sprinkled some shit in. Yeah,
1: like, I was like, bro, like, yo, he, he's talking like the So I'm like, maybe that was his single. Let us know in ASAP or like in New York.
0: Yeah. They're this, working on him. Yeah, this one right here. Yeah. Henny got me in my feelings now. I'm feeling like, fuck the system now. Because all they do is shoot my people down. That newer level was the ceiling now. They want to kill us with the vision now. I'll be damned if I'm killing now. I go to Sony, bring the building down. I'm on the new level. I bought a new devil. I still got a new shovel to put you to my shoe level. Just know my crew rebels that put you niggas in the dirt chain with the new bezel. All my niggas put in work. <laughs> Martin, Malcolm X, Martin Luther, Jim Crow is back at it. Bought a gold chain, wanted more bling, brown water in my system now. Henny got me in my feelings now. I'm feeling like fuck the system now because all they do is shoot my people down. I mean... Yeah. That was on... And, then, and, he's, and, he's, and he, he's yelling when he's saying this. He's, it's like
1: he's speaking on a public service announcement through a microphone like he's a leader. And, like, when I listen to that, like, that shit was like, oh, shit. This nigga's letting me know I'm here. Like, I'm here. So, like, I, I really... I'm yeah. looking out to see, you know, see what he's about coming up, you know? I think, I think it's deeper than they said Rocky. I think Rocky, I mean... You know, I think he had his time. You know, I think he kind of fell off, I, though. For real. And I, I was looking at the interview. Nah, I was looking I agree, at an interview the other night. I, I was a, It was last night, I believe. And, like, I was just looking at how, like, ASAP Ferg was just looking at this nigga Rocky. And it's like, it seemed like in the whole. Yeah. You bro, like, fuck it, 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 you and it seemed fuck like
0: in the whole him.
1: group. Yeah. Like, I forgot what I, I was watching, bro. But it was like in the whole group. It was like everybody around Rocky was like, his, like, yes, man. But Ferg. I was watching this one specific thing, and it's like this: these niggas was laughing at this at what Rocky was how Rocky was, was responding in the interview, but it really wasn't that fucking funny. But everybody was laughing, but Ferg was like, it's like they had Ferg positioned right behind him, perfectly. But it's like they had Ferg in the position right beside him, right behind him, to where you could see that nigga Ferg, you could see his face and all that shit. And it was like all the other niggas was like laughing, except for Ferg. Ferg was kind of looking like what? Like, he wouldn't have said that shit. Or, like, why? Did, like, what? Why you acting? Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, bro, like, they probably been setting this nigga Ferg for a good minute. Like, for real. For real. Yeah. I think Pop Smoke did. But I think, I yeah. do think, I mean, you know, put my 10-4 Kufi on. I think Pop Smoke was a 50-cent sacrifice. And he didn't want to sacrifice him because Pop Smoke was going to be big. He was going to be biggest as Biggie.
0: I mean that motherfucker had some talent, and he was gonna be. The- nah, dude. Like I, yeah, I got onto like I said, I got like I said, I got onto him late. Like I literally was listening to his project, Meet the Wu, uh, Meet the Woo 2. and um, like a week later he died, and the project had just came out. I was like, bro, that's why I posted in the group chat. I was like, this dude was only twenty years old, and he didn't even get a chance to drop his debut yeah. album yet. And he's already taken out just like that, and I'm like, and you know who's executive producing yep. That's cents. Fifty Cent sacrifice for power and all the shit that
1: like that shit, and you know, it's here, you know the shit. To do that, but I promise you, he didn't want to. Nobody wanted to. Because honestly, at the time, I didn't realize how big Pop Smoke was. A- but now I look back, yeah, bro. Like I didn't get it because I didn't, I wasn't really in that shit. I wasn't from up there, but like, yeah. He was big, bro.
0: Yeah, and I think a lot of people like. I think Mook was Mook was the yep. one. You know, shout out the Mook. Uh, uh, don't bite your tongue. Podcast with Mook. I think he was the one that was telling me that Pop Smoke was dope. I was like, I don't. I mean, because I, usually I'm I'm probably one of the people in our group that be telling people about new artists and shit. But he told me about him and I was like, oh yeah, I heard him on that one song with like Travis Scott. I didn't like it though. But then I went and listened to his actual project. I'm like, his sound is different. Like I said before, when he got killed, it's like he he sounds sort of like a UK rapper, the type of beats that he chews. It's the UK drill beats. It's it's trendy right now. But he's he's merging it with New York culture. Like it's it was different. And I was like, yeah, this dude was going to be a fucking, like, superstar. Like, I, I just listened to his project. I'm like, this shit is hard. Like, I don't know. And I was like, man, he got taken out like that. But he was going to be big, like, for real. Like, nah, I, not even though exaggerating. Like, I'm looking at his his numbers. Like, his numbers was big already. And um, it's just a, it's a shame, you know. Um, and I think people really fuck with him out of New York because they saw him as real. Why do I mean why do you think people still say free Bobby Schmerder? Cause they see Bobby as a real nigga. Like Bobby Smurder could have been out of prison by now, but he decided to take more years so he could get out at the same time as his friend Rowdy Rebel. So and people are anticipating him coming back because they felt like I felt and I feel like it too that he didn't he didn't get a chance to even start a career like he got taken away. I'll say like this. That.
1: Like, I'm a minute and 55 you into know? this Christopher Walken video. And I got something to say about Bobby, Bobby Schmurter too, because I, I listened I heard exactly what you said. Because Bobby Shmurda, he about to really relevant, too. Yeah. Bobby Smur All right. But with this Pot Smoke video, I'm a minute and 55 in. And I already done seen symbolism of Michael X and the Black Panthers with Bobby Seale. I'm sitting,
0: I got the audio. Yeah, that, and that I got the crazy, audio. Right? And it's like, bro, if you listen to the song, he's not even rapping about nothing about them. And he's just talking about some being pretty much war ready, though. He's like, niggas say they outside. You know, niggas say they outside. Pull up on them. We gonna slide. Send the Audi. You know, like, he's talking about being pretty much ready for whatever. And he got that imagery in the video. And I I was like, what the fuck? I was like, when I first seen it, I was like, why does he got that imagery in that video? And then I was thinking, like, damn, maybe this dude knew more, you know? He just didn't get a chance
1: to expand on that shit, you know, he was taken out. Damn,
0: but
1: look. But uh, you're right, man. This shit because I like, right after I said it, I saw uh they put up uh Huey Newton and I see helicopters, man. And, yeah, I yeah, check yeah. this out. If you ain't checked this out, check it out. I'm gonna check it out again with the audio on. Um, but you know, Bobby Schmerder, you know. Bobby Schmurder. he I mean, hey, New York might be back. Is it are they back? Can they be back? Can they come
0: back? I I think so, dude. Like I think this this uh this drill wave that they got, and when I say drill, again, this drill sound, you gonna have to you have to look it up for yourself. Like Fabio Foreign is one of the people. Like on Drake's new mixtape, he's got a song called War, and he's got a song called uh what's that shit called? Demons? Or something. And it's on that, it's on that drill wave shit, but it's not Chicago drill for people listening. Chicago drill is completely different. Like you just gotta hear it for yourself. It's more on the UK drill. Like their, their beat, the tempo of their beats is different. And these New York artists are have been incorporating that sound. Like Fabio Foreign, like Pop Smoke, uh this dude named um what's his name? It's, Sano Roy R. Sano what the fuck is that dude's name Ron Sano he's another one that's been incorporating that sound um, Little TJ these are all New York artists that incorporate that that drill sound you have to check it out but it's a, it's a movement right now like it's getting bigger like um, and I think a lot of people in UK getting kind of mad and shit because they feel like they are jacking their style but it's like I mean, just be to be honest, man. It's like people don't really fuck with the UK sound, and most of the time, it's because of the accent. It's hard, but some of that it, shit is really goofy. Some though. of it's some goofy, of yeah. Really Mo- goofy most most of, of it is. I mean, most of it is. But now that, there is certain people like Skepta, you know Skepta, I just like hard. some of Skepta's music. Um, and ch- the, yeah, you know, so there are some that can be accessible and to the to our markets but most of the time we don't fuck with that shit but i mean this sound people are fucking with and they taking it and they making it their own you know so uh yeah new york i think new york is back for real for real and um i think they do have a chance to i don't i still don't see the south really losing control of music though i think I just don't see it, man. I think the South is... I'm going to tell you... I'm going to tell
1: you I've been listening to who I didn't really been... I didn't really... I've been an outlier and I ain't really been fucking with him. And it's going to sound crazy, but... I don't... Now that I've been listening to his music, I ain't fucking with this shit. Because it's like this shit... I can... I understand what the fuck this nigga talking about. The baby. Baby. Okay. All right. Like, I've been... that Kirk shit, man. That
0: shit, dude. Like I, I'm not
1: recently. I'm still a Kirk. I, I heard yeah, it ain't that. that. I heard it ain't yeah, that. Yeah, I'm gonna go back man. and get my own opinion on it. Yeah. I understand that, you know, but I, yeah. I, I I can see if if he can rebound from that shit. If it's that bad, if I, if I listen to it and I think it's as bad as as every, as everybody else thinks it is, and he and he regressed, I still feel like. He was here. He's here for a reason, though. I do. I do. And I feel like I feel like we need the baby. Like, we really do. Like, because...
0: Yeah. He putting a spotlight specifically on our state, you know. Cause, I mean, we got a lot of talent in the car. I mean,
1: we get busy down here, too. So. Like, I mean, come on, dog. Like, we get busy down here. So, it's like, we kind of we need that boom back. from. We need that trap shit here, too. You know, like, and from a nigga that's from that 704, like,
0: yeah,
1: I understand that shit. I feel that shit. Like, I don't, yeah, I get it. Like, I like that shit. I, I, like, we need that type of shit. We need it. Like, I mean, I know it's, it's negative lit. We need that shit, though. I'm telling you, that shit feel good. That shit feel good that, you know, we have that type of shit. And it's yeah. gonna be a lot more talent to pop off. But for that, Oh, yeah, we need sure, that. Sure. We need that right now. We need the baby right now. I, I see. I see the baby. I, I think. I think he. Uh, I think he to too. You know. I think uh, Charlotte. We about to pull a little mini Atlanta. You know. We about to be kind of like Atlanta. We. We ain't gonna be on the level of Atlanta, well, but you know.
0: I, I yeah. mean, if you if you know, you know, you know. If you know, you know that Charlotte is is very powerful, like in terms of influence. Nah, I'm not gonna say in music. Culture. But yeah, it's yeah, like culture right now. It's 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 the same type of feel that you get in Atlanta. Nah, what did they say when we those. when we go to Atlanta? What did they say down there? They said they come up here. Yeah, the yeah, niggas
1: they in said Atlanta said they come, so they come Charlotte. to Charlotte. Shit, niggas in Charlotte, we go to Atlanta. Like, I mean, you gotta love that though, because like Atlanta, I said it before. Atlanta gonna be the new new uh, Hollywood. You know. Atlanta, you know you you yeah. we definitely see it. Atlanta gonna be the new Hollywood. Charlotte is gonna be like the old Atlanta, but I take that back. Charlotte, like when it when it Charlotte's gonna be bigger than you can imagine because of the because of the because of money because of finances. Like, dude, I'm from here yeah, and I went through downtown industry. Charlotte yeah. for the first time in uh March, and I swear to God, I, that shit, bro. I like it ain't. I live in Raleigh. I live in Raleigh, and I am from here. And I don't even I, I couldn't even I didn't didn't even get it. Like the shit is so different, man. It's it's growing so fast, and it's because of I I think Charlotte. Like I mean, it's already the third largest banking city. So like I mean, it's about to be an explosion in just in North Carolina in general, in North Carolina in general. But like Charlotte specifically, yeah. is about to be crazy, bro. You know.
0: I was about to say, you know, they're talking about bringing uh, Tesla over yeah, I, to North Carolina to be there to be there. So I did not know uh, that. That's fucking
1: crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I,
0: yeah. Just saw that. I mean, I like it. that's why I had to kind
1: of I had to stop because <laughs> you know, the reason why he appeared is because how can you be how can you be uh, how can you be rubbing elbows with cities like Chicago and, and New York? And not have a rapper. Come on, bro. <laughs> and not have an That's R and B artist.
0: True. The only thing. The, Come on. Yeah, the only the only thing with the the baby is like, I don't know. I mean, we've already we've seen videos of him and how he's wild out. We've seen him do rituals and shit, but I don't know if he can last in terms of. Just him, if he want, if he, I feel like he's yeah, self destruct because he's always in the news about something negative, like always fighting somebody or hitting somebody. Like, there's only a matter of time somebody going to shoot at him or some shit or try to kill him again. You know, so I, I don't know. Tom would tell I don't know you, you about know. Him. I mean, I think. His music, to me, man, it's like, I, the only thing I don't like about his music is I feel like it's so redundant. Like, I feel like a lot of his songs sound the same. Which, I mean, he got, he's got he got a sound, you know, but it's just like, again, if you listen to his new project, I think you'll understand what I mean. Like, it feels like he was trying to replicate what he made on Kirk, And he tried a couple sing- songs where he sings and he's not really good at singing, like, even with okay. the tone um, but, but, I mean, that's just my opinion, though. But, I mean, I still think it's good that we have somebody like that. You know, technically, we got J. Cole, but, I mean, if we been being honest, he went to North... Yeah. He had to go to New York. And he got a New
1: York sound.
0: And he, he signed... Yeah, he's got a New York sound. He don't... He don't really represent what North Carolina sound like. I mean, to an extent, because... On your side, where you're from, it's more of that trap, like, crunk type of shit. And Raleigh, I feel like on my end, it's more like we had Little Brother. But look, even Little Brother, that group partially is from uh, Raleigh area, Raleigh-Durham area. And then one of the members is from Greensboro. So, But they're, they're more on that boom bap shit. So we got like a mixture of all that, and then you look at who we had uh, in the past. We had a uh, fucking um, PD Pablo who was on that turn up shit, you know. And then we got J Cole who's on that boom bap shit, but he's more—he sounds more New York than anything. He still a reps North Carolina, obviously, but I, I don't know. I just found it kind of weird when I seen him in an interview like two years ago. I think he did the Dreamville Festival last year, and I went to it. It was in Raleigh, too. Um, He was pretty much saying, you know, he was riding around in Raleigh. He's talking about something he never really rode around in Raleigh before. And I'm like, I'm like, how the fuck you ain't never really ride around in Raleigh like that before? I thought you was from North Carolina. I mean, yeah, I know he's from Fayetteville, but come on now, like. Raleigh is the capital of North Carolina. You ain't really been I, at Raleigh like that before. I mean here
1: Fayetteville. Fairville ain't that far from Raleigh. Uh,
0: like I don't get that. Like I will
1: say, like where I'm from, I, I'm from like I'm I'm from about 25 minutes of Charlotte, from downtown Charlotte, from about 15 minutes of Charlotte. And about two and a half hours from Raleigh. And I had never been to Raleigh, bro. I had never, ever in my life growing up in North Carolina, ever. Been to Raleigh and I was like 22, 23 years old. Damn. Never, bro. Never, never seen Raleigh. The That's first crazy. time I I, 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 I drove think- through Raleigh, I think it was me, LJ, and his his uh, dad. We went to Virginia Beach and we drove back through Raleigh. And I and I was kind of mind fucked on how it kind of looked like Charlotte, but I had never I had never like been to Raleigh before after, like before that, and even like after we went moved.
0: Shit, I was mind-fucked. I was mind-fucked when I went to Charlotte, like, because I, I had never really, I had never been in Charlotte and until I went to, like, a job interview that, like, three years ago. That was really, like, my first time in Charlotte, like, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I mean, I, I've already heard heard about it and seen it on the news and how big the county is and shit, but when you go there, it's a mind fuck because of how much shit they got, and Raleigh is the same way, like, people, I don't think people realize how big Raleigh-Durham area is, like, that whole area is fucking massive, like, including the train. It's like
1: Metropolis, dog, like, I mean, if you look at the population, it's bigger than Atlanta, like, that shit is big, dude, like, I, I lived in Durham, Chapel Hill, and Raleigh, and, like, it's got its own, like, bruh, like, that shit is, like, a true, like, I ain't never been to New York, so I don't know how New York is, and I, I know New York is another level, but, like, just how the Research Triangle Park is set up, like, I don't know, man. It's its own shit, like, and then you got the triad, and then down here in Charlotte, you got the, uh, we call this the uh, Charlotte yeah. Metro- Metropolitan, uh, Charlotte Gastonia, Rock Hill. You you got three different triads, but the Research Triangle Park, it's, just, it's different, like, that shit is different, man. That shit... I don't know, I, I, man. I don't know. It's, it's good to be from here. It is because it's like it's like I feel like we finally getting the recognition that like I don't know. There, I feel like we we deserve. You know, we gotta have pride. Yeah, I yeah, feel like everybody sure. else got proud yeah. in their state. We gotta have pride because I feel like we got. I feel like we got the best state. I
0: mean, I mean, dude, we got a lot of talent. Yeah, yeah, I, I think we do have one. Yeah, you can argue that we definitely have like a top, if not the best state, we're in the top five, like or top ten for sure because we literally have everything which, that you could have want in a state. And like,
1: what, what like, shit in my mind is like. I was on like a Facebook
0: um, or something like that a couple years ago,
1: and I was looking. at It was like top places in uh, in the United States to visit, and like it was weird because it was everybody from California. Which if you're not from California. You know, you would probably say California is the best state because of what it offers, and you know how big it is. California, Texas. You might say New York, but you usually hear like California, Texas. though, you know, those two. And I was kind of mindfucked whenever I was seeing yeah. people from California explain how they come to North Carolina, how they like North Carolina and shit. And I, I and I was like, yo, you know, that really makes sense. And they were and how they were explaining, they was like, basically, it's a slower more conservative, more people-friendly, cali- uh, smaller California. It's got beaches, it's got mountains, it's got different, um, we got basically three different temperature zones, it's got I mean, it's, it's like a basically a yeah. slower, smaller California yeah. but a more conservative people-friendly California.
0: And it and it's like, and if you look at the state, bro, like you could tell when people are from different parts of the state, too. Because, like, people got different, like, accents and shit within the state. Which I know that's... I mean, I don't think that's common in most states like that. I work from... What I, see well, I can tell online. people
1: about stories about, mm-hmm. like, in eastern North Carolina.
0: Bro, out there... Like, I live in a country, too. But, like,
1: I live in a country... And it's weird because it's a different type of country. I stay in the country right here near Charlotte. But out there, in yeah. East, out there in eastern North Carolina... When we were because we went to ECU in Greenville. That's literally eastern North Carolina. That's four hours away from where I grew up. And I remember I was listening yeah. about uh, when I was in school in the clinicals, and like I would hear coworkers. Bro, one of my coworkers was talking about how she knew a friend that had a family that lived on their land that basically was slaves, bro. We got we still got slaves in certain parts of our state, indentured service. And then my fucking mom rose bro, I was like, man. What wow. the fuck is this? Man, this shit is fucking crazy, bro. Like, it's so many different levels of culture. Like, you got to see, like, Asheville, which is like, bro, if mean, bro, that shit is like a San Francisco on the East Coast.
0: No, yeah, say, you, no, dead ass, though. Like, I was like, bro, what the I've fuck only been this, bro? bro?
1: Like, dude, these niggas looking at me like I don't belong here. Nigga, I'm home. <laughs>
0: Yep. We got metropolitan areas, Raleigh Durham areas, Charlotte, um, Greensboro, shit. We host big events here, you know, in these metropolitan areas. Chapel we got Hill. the liberal areas like Chappell, like Chapel Hill. We got Dude, I mean everything in this state, bro? Like we got the beaches, you know, the mountains, renowned, world renowned certain areas, you know, like it's it's a lot, bro. It's a lot that we have. obviously our sports. Come on, man! Like basketball, football, like we're gods in hey, those sports. I like right? what Carolina doing too, and I think I think the
1: Panthers are about to be the first team to do this. I think they're really going to do this. They're going to have a. They're going to have two home stadiums.
0: Yeah, because they are really. They already got. Um, there was an article about South Carolina that they already got some. Uh, some. They're going to have two home stadiums, bro. We're going to be the only team that's going to –
1: they're going to have two home stadiums. That shit going to be crazy, bro. And it's going to make so much money, and it's going to be free agents that's going to want to come here because of that. It's going to be a good thing.
0: True. True indeed. Oh, and also we got, like, a lot of history here with, like, black history, especially Durham. Durham is, like, one of the hot spots. Uh the you know Black Wall Street and shit. I mean there's just a lot of history within this state. It's it's so. been a sleeper, man. So, yeah. but am I
1: f I'm I I'm I don't really see myself going really anywhere else. I'm gonna buy a bunch of properties up here and then buy properties other places, of course, but I can you know it, it's nice to be from here because I feel like damn, I mean it's it's in the right direction. Man, I went through Charlotte, I was like, yo, like what the hell? This is fucking crazy. What the f is? It?
0: Yeah, no, nah, I mean, th- I used to gr- I used to grow up thinking like, damn, I always wanted to go to other places like L.A., Miami, uh, New York, Vegas. Those are the hot spots. But I'm like, we got a bunch of dope shit here. Like, we just didn't have the money to explore it. But now we do. Like Raleigh, Charlotte. That's I mean, those are fucking great places to be at, bro. And we they got fucking everything, mm-hmm. Spe- especially Charlotte, you know. All the and shit, all that we got, all that shit, like you know. So the cool stuff, you know, we got, you know, top golf, all that. So
1: yeah, yeah it's a great, dude, great like yeah, for sure. I'm glad glad to be here.
0: But um, I I think I think this is yeah, I I think this is a good uh, wrapping point for sure. Um, cause yeah, I think we we talked about a lot. This is a uh, yeah, yeah, know, that's, that's what. I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, that yeah,
1: yeah. I, I mean, I, that's what I was kind of hoping we did anyway, because it's been a good little minute. So that's just you know, let them marinate, let the content marinate, and we get back at it. Yeah. I got the rest of the week off, so uh, I mean, I really ain't got nothing, nothing going on. So, shit. If you want to give a couple days and get, get back, in the week, just let me know. I gotta go back to work uh, Saturday, so.
0: Yeah, we can we can talk about that for sure, for sure. I I should have maybe this upcoming all Friday, right. we'll see how it goes, or Thursday night. It just depends because we're going in the month end next week, so I'm gonna be busy. But okay, one of those days for sure. But uh, do you have any? Oh, uh, you know, like I just mind? wanted to just
1: keep keep the uh, faith up of uh, all the listeners. You know, just stay vigilant. Stay, stay on the path. It is light at the end of the tunnel. Keep your hands washed. You know, just uh, don't don't buy into all the fear. Uh, and just keep keep at it. Keep doing what got you here, cause we the ones that made it. So we're gonna keep we gonna keep making it through. We're gonna make it through this shit. So that's all I. That's really all I got to leave with. You know, the uh, listeners, y'all.
0: Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Well, as always, um, if you like what you heard, if you could, if you could follow us on SoundCloud at Divine Council Podcast or follow us um, on Twitter at Podcast Divine, that would be greatly appreciated. If you're listening um, via the Apple Podcast app, if you could give us a review, that would help with visibility. Also, a rating, a uh, five star rating helps a big with that. And um, yeah, if you liked it, also you know remember to share it, share it with people, and just continue getting us in the conversation of podcasts and stuff because we're not stopping no time soon. We just got yes, the official trademark. You know, we finally got that. It it took a year to get that, but we we got it. So we know the process of that now. And, um, yeah, this is this ain't this ain't stopping no time soon. And um, yeah, as always, I wanted to leave the listeners with a, a quote. And this quote is about strength and I'm looking for one right now. This tweet, uh, not tweet, this quote is uh, from Napoleon Bonaparte. The quote is, courage isn't having the strength to go on. It is going on when you don't have strength.